Cat Disgusted is a show about veterinary nursing. It is not a show about how to cure your sick pet. If your animal is sick, take it to the vet. Don't be a crazy person and use a podcast to cure your puking cat, dog, chinchilla, etc., etc. I think they would tell you the same thing. If they could. Which they can't. Which makes it hard. You know what's up. Take them to the vet. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the best of times and the worst of times in veterinary nursing. What the hell are we doing? Well, it's Chihuahua snapping feral cats flailing all while working with the baddest bitches in the business. I'm your host, Nicole Dickerson, RBT, and this... It's how our week went. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Cat Disgusted. I am coming to you from the fabulous city, once again, of uh, Tracy, city of... Beans. Beans, yes, that is exactly right. City of Beans. <laughs> uh, city of... Okay, I do, ha- I do have to tell this i do have to tell this one story about when i was driving in so when you're coming in and you may see this when you when you come home on the hillside right before you get on the um what is that the altamont altamont pass or altamont something? pass yeah yeah yeah. right before yeah. you get on there there's a a cross that's burnt <laughs> into the hill jesus sabe we always say yeah <laughs> i was like Touche, Tracy. Yes. It, you have a cross burnt into the hill. It so says Jesus saves. <laughs> yes. I also enjoyed, what was the other thing I noticed on the it way It lights here? up at night. The cross the lights cross up? The cross and the Jesus saves. No, yes. it doesn't like spontaneously catch fire. No, I think, <laughs> I think it's solar powered. Oh, it's so, it's yeah. solar powered. Solar powered comes so on at night. It's green Jesus freaks. Is it what is, that is, yes. Mm-hmm. The, the bird just meowed. Did you hear it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie has a bird that meows. Oh, and... Mel B. Melanie Boyle is back on the show with us, but back by popular demand. <laughs> um, so what we're going to talk about this, uh, this beautiful Thursday in Tracy. So this is where the additional disclaimer comes. And so if you've ever questioned whether eating during this show was a good idea or a bad idea, um, this one may not be for you. <laughs> this, this is this is what we're going to fondly refer to as the gross out episode. Uh, so if you have small children in the room or any kind of sense of decency, this may be the time to listen to past episodes of Cat Disgusted or to uh, listen to Michael Krasny's forum or something more intellectual <laughs> in that regard. Uh, but the reality is uh, veterinary technicians have a pretty um, funky, disgusting job. And so we have lots and lots of funky disgusting stories and so we're going to share some of those with you today um some of them take place at at our work which is exciting yes (laughs) and uh some of them well actually you know what i think all all the ones we're going to talk about today might be at our own workplace that's exciting that is exciting so it's a very present a very present and recent that just tells you how many funky stories there are really so um I think what we'll what we'll start with is uh, is one that when I when I was texting you about this episode, you remember this? I was like, hey, so I was thinking of gross out episode, and here's a couple good stories, and you know, think of like three top ones or whatever. You know what you did is you you initially texted me back a photo. You didn't have you no words. I did. I just sent a big photo. <laughs> it was a photo. 
of what what the photo was of. Let's see if I can capture this. There was a furry, like white furry body, right? Yes. With some red business coming out of it. And then the best part was there was like a laryngoscope and like a, a syringe taken apart that was like right next to it. <laughs> like there was a moment of discordance. Panic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a panic. So explain to me this situation that you were, because I actually haven't heard the full, the full story about this. Like I saw the photo and you told me briefly, but I feel like. Yeah, there's quite a story. Uh, young cat that had recently been spayed and um, was actually a feral kitten that these people had rescued and tried oh. to rehab, I guess, into a house pet. Um it was spayed on the Monday, and we saw it the following Sunday because the cat had a tiny, tiny piece of fat or something poking out of the spay incision. Oh, okay. So you could see it then. You we could, could see, see just a tiny, tiny little piece of flesh there. So we knew that we were going to have to do something with the cat. Uh, little did we know it was going to turn into what it actually turned into. Oh, my God. So... Uh, the idea was to place an IV catheter in the cat first, and uh, then we were probably going to you know, give him some anesthetic uh-huh, uh-huh. and get him sleepy so that we could investigate further. Well, the clippers, when they were turned on, caused this cat to go off the wall, just absolutely oh. off the wall. He leapt, er, she, sorry, she leapt into the air and one of our other nurses happened to grab her as she was leaping off of the table and got her back into her carry case, Uh her carry uh box. And as she went back into the carry box, she basically busted open like a bad pinata. (laughs) (laughs) Whole incision just wide open. And now all of the cat's innards are outward <laughs> oh my god so like now oh did we mention who this cat belonged to wasn't it like a doctor's cat yes or something? this actually was one of our referring pdbms nice. that uh, owned this cat and had actually done the original spay oh she did it she did it yes oh dang yes. so but did the so how did do we know like how the original, like, why it dehissed, you know what I mean? Like, why that little bit of... She mentioned that she had seen some swelling for a couple oh. of days prior to this little bit of fat or whatnot poking out. She'd been trying to sedate the cat with different medications at home to keep it quiet, but <laughs> due to its feral nature, that wasn't I happening. guess it wasn't happening. Oh, no. my God. No. Well, if she's, like, the vet... Trying to sit. Could you imagine the scene? She's probably chasing it around the house. I'm sure she I was. Mean? Yeah, I'm sure oh she was. Just so, so did it go? Did it go to surgery that day? So it went to surgery immediately oh. because now we've got a real problem on our Jesus hands. Christ. Except that we can't touch this cat. She's so feral and so freaked Ye- out at this point. Yeah. So okay. So now the cat is is in the box with its guts hanging out. Basically, yeah. So yeah. so. Then, then what are the mighty vet techs? Mighty vet techs managed to get a little bit of Dexdomator into this cat oh, there you go. while it's in the box. Normally, that would have knocked the cat on its keister so that we could handle it at least, but right. not this kitty. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh my God. So did you have to do it twice? So, did you have to do- dose it twice? No, we just dosed it once. Oh, okay. And when we realized that we still couldn't safely handle the cat, we ended up putting it into our 
aquarium type box that we can hook oh. up to our anesthetic machine. Oh, so you boxed it down so after giving it Dexedomatar? We had to box it down at this point. Okay, for those of you who don't know, that is that's a serious kitty. That is a serious that kitty. That is a serious <laughs> kitty. If you're going to like stab it with anesthetic and still have, have to, to put it in gas anesthesia... That's that's really intense. Okay, so now it's now Kitty is in the box. Kitty is in the box, and as anybody in the biz knows, kitties in the box don't like the smell of the anesthetic as oh, it's yeah, going oh, yeah. into <laughs> said box. So generally, there's kind of an excitement phase while they're in the box oh and God. before they go to sleep. Yeah. And this poor kitty goes through her little excitement phase and vomits some... Just some fluid. It's like basically, contents. it's like vomiting in a diving helmet, basically. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> it's like crammed in. <laughs> and so now here she is with her her intestines running them through the vomit in the box <laughs> oh. because she's flipping around. Oh! <laughs> and in the melee, manages to get her back claws caught in her own intestines. Oh. <laughs> so now we're in quite a panic because. This is this is not going well. But you can't go in there. We can't go in there where she's going to kill us, basically. <laughs> and she's thrashing. <laughs> she's thrashing. Toenails stuck in guts. Holy God. Okay, so thrashing, vomit, nails in intestines. Nails in intestines. Okay. And now, but she did go to sleep, though. She did finally get down to the point that we were able to haul her out quickly. Jesus. <laughs> Clean and then you her must have, up. Yeah, cleaned her up, right? As much as you could. Cleaned her up, got her prepped for surgery. She went into surgery. Who was the surgeon? Uh, it was uh, Dr. Boudreau. Oh, excellent. Oh, okay. So this is why this is why I asked this question. Because I feel like surgeons have varying degrees of like contamination fear, right? Yes. And Dr. Boudreaux is the most exact, <laughs> precise. Like if you look at her instrument table, like when you're in surgery with her, it's like Downton Abbey freaking butlers laid it out. Like it is so exact. So the idea that she'd have to go to surgery with a vomit covered nail. I'm sure that there was a lot guts. of flush involved. <laughs> oh, eons worth, right? The container overflowing. Overflowing, I'm sure. My God. So, so but she fixed it though. She fixed it. Sutured her up, sent her back to CCU. She recovered and went home. That's amazing. Did and, well. And did she? She didn't flip out when she was recovering in CCU. Well, you no, guys she was drug the hell out of her. But. Yeah, she, well, she was on some, you know, IV fentanyl, Man. and uh, she was much more sedate and much, much happier. Much happier. Jesus. Much happier. That that's a good one. That is a good one. That's a good <laughs> one. Yeah. See, I feel like I I didn't hear about the anesthesia box like that. That I didn't realize yeah. that when all that was going down, she was basically like contained in a. She was contained in a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vomiting on her guts. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I, I mean, kind of amazing that you could wash all of that off and then everything's cool. You know, I mean, it is the, the really. resiliency of kitties. Yeah, I feel like that. Well, see, this is good segue. See, because so the so my was that the bird? That's the bird. Making a phone ring. He's sound? ringing. He's ringing. <laughs> Will somebody go get that? Yeah, yeah we need somebody don't, to dance Don't get the your bird. head too close to that bird, though. <laughs> um, so the I feel like the anesthesia boxes are running themes. The kitty that came in to my old hospital, my old job, that came in also feral, right? So this dude comes in with a carrier that was covered. He covered it with like a sheet or something. And the guy was super chill. He was like, you know, I'm coming in. It's, you know, it's not my cat, but it's a feral kitty. We've been trying to catch her for like two years. And he's like, we're, we're catching her because we have to euthanize her. And so, you know, you kind of want to know why, right? So I'm leaning down to like lift the 
the sheet and he goes, oh, 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 uh, it's, it's intense in there. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, she doesn't have a face. She doesn't have a face. So just know that before you look at it. Now, and I'm thinking, she, yeah, right. yeah, right. You know, you like, know. you know, I'm, I'm emergency vet tech. I've seen some crazy. It's fine. So I get my little flashlight out and I like look in there. Oh, that cat. It li- li- Okay. So what happened was there it, for, for those of you who need the education on the face cancer of cats. So it's a squamous cell carcinoma was most likely what this cat was suffering from. So she had basically, ha- she had a cancer on her face that had eaten over the last couple of years, had eaten away her entire upper jaw, like her entire maxilla. So she basically had just a lower jaw, like just the mandible with the canine sticking up and then a hole where almost like a burn victim, you know, like where her nose should have been and her eyes were kind of a little sunken because there wasn't any bone like Nothing to hold them in. Yeah, so they're kind of like a little droopy and weird. So you're not even sure that she's looking at you properly. But so I like look in there and what does it do? It hisses, like hisses (laughs) with this no face. It looks like predator, right? Like the devil. (laughs) Oh, so I go, oh, and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I try, I tried to warn you. She, she doesn't have a face. I'm like, ah, I see. Well, yes, youth, euthanasia seems it's appropriate paramount at this point. At this yes. point. yes. <laughs> so the same thing though. She was also, I mean, very feral, very evil, like not down with anything that we want to do. So of course I come down, like there used to be these stairs that came down to the treatment room. So here I come with this covered carrier and I'm like, oh, you guys, <laughs> like this is a lot. And so I had a friend there who was a, um, a feral cat rescue person. I feel like we could dedicate an entire episode to her because of all her crazy feral cat stories but she was like oh feral kitty you know like oh let's let's take a look you know and she of course lifts a sheet up and goes oh oh that that's something new something new i'm like yeah 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 something new something new so we had to dump her like out of this carrier into you know the fishbowl thing and even as soon as she's out of there and she can kind of see with her funny eyes like see where we are she starts like hissing and she's swatting and she's like lunging at us like lunging through the like plexiglass and smashing that faceless face face against the it was it was so intense like we just kind of could there's these moments where i feel like you know you have all these humans standing in a room watching this thing like my god and not really knowing what to do about it yeah (laughs) like how and well it's kind of amazing that she had so much like spunk in her that she didn't see anything wrong really with how she, I mean, she'd been eating, you know, like somehow she'd been surviving. They'd been trying to trap this cat for two years. So like somehow she was surviving in the world and all the way up until the end, she was going to like battle the humans. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's, it's, it's a bit of a testament to her perseverance, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever see anything like that again. No. Like that, that was so, so intense. And the guy was so thankful and so nice. You know, he's like, I, he's, just, he's just, he said, we've noticed her losing weight and she's been getting weaker. And that's the only reason we could trap her is because she finally wasn't it's strong. Starting enough. to succumb. Starting yeah. to succumb, right? Speaking of coworkers, 
So we work with, I don't even know that Jamel listens to this podcast. Does he listen to this? He has. Oh, he has? Mm -hmm. Oh, excellent. Okay. So Jamel is one of our fabulous coworkers. Um, He unfortunately has had, I feel like, kind of a raw deal in the gross out department. (laughs) He did get a bit of a raw deal. (laughs) He's been, God bless him. He's, you know what it is? He's so helpful and so willing that we use it against him. Yes. It's really what it is. Yes. So I feel like, so I, so I remember the one, so I, so I have one, you have one. That's just, that's yeah. a testament to how much we torture him is that we both have Jamel gross out stories. But I feel like that, again, I feel like you got to tell, you got to tell. I think it just the, plays against him being the only male nurse in I know. our department. Really? It's true. And he grew up with sisters. He did grow up with sisters. So this is probably really nothing new to him <laughs> to be <laughs> tortured to by it. a bunch of women. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> but okay. bless him, he is extremely helpful. I know. So the last, so most re- most recently, um, the do- a dog came in for ingesting something. Yes, a dog had ingested something. So something, something. <laughs> uh, so the plan of attack was to uh, induce emesis with this patient. Oh, lots of gross out stories begin this way, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So Jamel, being as helpful as he is, uh, was coerced by the girls that were um, making this dog vomit mm. to come and investigate said vomit for uh, the item or items right. that the dog vomited. And th- this, this is good routine vet tech situation, right? I feel like emergency veterinary technician sifting through the vomitus it's, That's animals. regular. We do that on a daily just about, isn't it? On the daily. Yes. It's true that we look for spelunking in the vomit. <laughs> spelunking in the vomit. <laughs> so that's routine. <laughs> the twist. The twist on this one. Yes. <laughs> Uh, was that the girls knew what the dog had eaten and Uh-oh. decided to, to get poor Jamel. And, um, of course, being Mr. Helpful, he dashes over, throws on his gloves, and he's quite willing to sift through the vomit. Uh-oh. And they all they had let him know at the time was they needed to know how many this dog had eaten. Oh, right, 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 right. Poor Jamel had no idea until he starts sifting through the vomit and starts finding one used tampon, mm. two used tampons. Mm. Mm. I think the grand total was six used tampons. Oh, oh. Poor oh. Jamel. <laughs> at the, I think at that point his stomach said, bring it to the top floor. <laughs> and we saw him beeline out of the emergency room and back into the hallways to the bathroom. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And that's actually, that's a rare moment. You that know is what a I rare mean? moment, Like yes. to actually get you to the puke place. It takes a lot, I think, for a lot of us to it get does. us to the puke place. Oh, now we know his weakness. But we do know his weakness now. <laughs> Dang. So, so that dog, though, didn't go to surgery, right? Did it, not go to surgery. Managed to vomit up all of his used tampons. That's beautiful, though. See, that? That's we did our job there. That's what we, we want. We, we want. Did. We want the barfing of the tampon. I mean, I've seen a dog almost, I mean, nearly die from being obstructed from a tampon. Like, I yeah. mean, like because they waited. They waited for like three days, and the poor dog was vomiting. And it, and it, it did go eventually to surgery, but was septic by the time it got there. And those suckers expand. That's the thing. This <laughs> dog was like the size of a, like it would fit in your coffee cup that you got. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a small dog. So, I mean, like the tampon must have taken up its entire junum. You know what I mean? Like yeah. its whole small intestine. Yeah. 
So that can be bad. Th- was this a big dog? Or was it, it was a big lab, yes. Oh, God. So there yeah. was probably a high volume. There was a lot. Yeah, there was. Yeah, like we said, I think we got to six before we lost Jamel. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, and see, maybe it's him and the obstructions because... When he got, he's what he is now. I've got. I feel like we've all been barfed on. We've all been pooped on, peed on. Like even even yesterday, like at the end of my shift, I was like, okay, so I've changed my scrubs for being peed on. I've been pooped on my shoes. Must be near the end of my shift, and so that's kind of like routine. But it's rare that you get the actual barf in the face. It is rare, and can't say as so- it's ever happened. And- 26 ha- years. Oh, really? That's never happened to you? No. See how lucky Jamel is. Yeah, he is. I think it was just, <laughs> must have been his month. <laughs> See how fortunate this all is? He's a lucky man. He is a lucky to man. To have us and vomit in the face. So, Leopold was the one who did it. Remember little baby little yes, Leopold? Yes, I do. Sat in the hospital for three days. And then on his recheck, because they thought he had pan- pancreatitis, which he probably did, honestly. And then they kept rechecking his ultrasounds. Finally, on day three, they see like a, a, a shadowing in his small intestine and he was obstructed. So they were like, oh, it's an obstruction. Now we have to go to surgery, right? So, I mean, he went to surgery at like one in the morning and then he started eating like a champ that like literally hours later. So he has a happy ending. All fixed. Right? Yeah. All fixed. But during the time that he was obstructed and they didn't really know, they thought they were treating pancreatitis, they kept um, feeding him, right? They kept giving him food. And I think they'd even placed a feeding tube at that point, like a nasogastric feeding tube in this poor kitty. Poor even, kitty. Right? <laughs> even though he can't process it. <laughs> so Jamel was dealing with a dog underneath Leopold's cage. And God bless him, Leopold was like, he, he had a good sense of humor. Like, I feel like throughout the whole thing, he was pretty spry. And yeah. So he was watching Jamel work underneath. Here's this little kitty with this little plastic tube sticking out of his face. Like, meow. Like, watching through the bars. And then he goes, <laughs> and barfs de- dead on the face. <laughs> like Jamel said it, like hit him in the top <laughs> of the forehead and went, ee. <laughs> and like dripped off the chin down the scrubs. Like a, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And uh, that happened maybe like about an hour before I got there. So, but it was all anybody could talk about. Like, oh, you got barf on the face. I love that little kitty. Yeah. I, I like that walk up to guy. that. Uh, right? And I like went into CCU. Like when I got there, I'm like, Leopold. And he's like, meow, with his little tube sticking up. <laughs> Good job, kitty. <laughs> well done, sir. So I feel like we can't leave the gross out episode without um, at least talking a little bit about what I, like uh, my personal, like where I kind of get the vomit at the top of the neck. We see maggots in our field, which is kind of, I mean, I guess like large animal medicine, I guess, do they see maggots? They must, right? I would imagine so. Oh, because they have like the ones, like the warbles and the- The Bot flies and things. We used to get bot flies and cuterebra larvae. Oh, yeah. Cuterebras are great. Oh, my God. Okay. So, actually, this we should explain the cuterebra because I did a report on a cuterebra when I was in tech school, but I've only ever seen one. So, where did you- Oh, Canada. We used to see them all the time. Canada. Good old Canada. Canada. I knew Canada was going to come into this. (laughs) I was going to be sad if Canada didn't come by at least once during this one. So you got, but you got cuterebra in Canada? We did, yeah, all the time. On, on what? Cats, dogs. Really? Because mm-hmm. the, the only one that I saw was, uh, it was on a rabbit in Oakley, 
I think. And the rabbit was getting spayed. Like it was this just like a routine spay they were doing on a rabbit. And they found... Incidentally. Yeah, found incidentally found it. And they were like, oh yeah, this happens all the time. So if my understanding is correct, I think... These guys, so it's like the fly lays eggs by their burrow, right? Like by a rabbit burrow. Yeah. And then they rub their fur against it, and then the bot fly will be in your skin. Like it crawls underneath your skin. And doesn't it have little antenna that stick out of your skin? I think it's like breathe? a little larva, and they create a small hole because oh, yeah. they have to come out to breathe, the right. little larva. And so that's the only way to actually get them out of the patient is you wait for them to poke their little heads out of the hole that they've created. Oh my God. And you have to grab them with tweezers. Oh, and they have to come out whole. And they have to come out whole. Yeah. Oh my God. Because I remember it like moving around. Yeah. And it has like spikes. They go in and out, in and out, in and out (laughs) the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Yeah. See, I had a friend in Reno who said that she was afraid her Corgi was going to get them because they had, I guess their vet had scared them about it or something, but they don't hurt. Right. I mean, no, I, I, as far as I, I mean, they create some, you know, a small hole in skin irritation, but generally. That's all there is to it. But if you break them, though, if they pop up in there, that's bad. That's not pretty. Yeah, that, not pretty, not cute. Not, no. But I think that's when you get like, you can get really irritated and gross in there. As yeah. If you have like a dead, yeah. dead grub in your skin. But I think if they come to term, is that how you come to term? Uh, come to, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they have the birth out of your skin. Oh, yes. That, whoo, see, that's a little top of the neck like, for me right like there. like alien. Just it is uh, like alien. Uh, I think yeah. they just fall out, though. Like, I think they, I don't think they, like, chew their way out. I think they just, boop. Like, I don't think it's a kind harmful. pop, right? I've never seen them to the oh. point of popping. Thank God. Out. Thank God. I'm always. Let's, pl- ho- let's keep it that way. Out. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, I know it's a nuisance in, um, like in large animal medicine, it's a nuisance for the hide, like for cow hides, because you get warbled hide. Like yeah. they have all these holes in the leather. And I guess you can have, like there's some places where they sell that specifically. You can have like a warbled saddle or like a warbled like car seat covers and stuff. Isn't nice. that weird? Nice. I think, I, 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 you know what? Cat Disgusted would have warbled, cats, warbled car seat covers. I feel like I would, I'd, I'd roll with that. <laughs> I'd roll with that in my... Go, go into the leather shop and ask them for their <laughs> extremely warbled, warbled leather collection. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> well, for my Toyota Matrix. There you go. My, <laughs> my, my warbled <laughs> leather Toyota Matrix seats. Well, I feel like the... Luckily, luckily, we live in a relatively, like, affluent area. I feel like we don't see the type of, like, neglect and, like, you know, like, the dogs that are tied outside and die out there you like we don't we don't really see as much of it as we could you know what I mean but you know uh they, it does happen every now and then oh okay so where we do see it is rabbits I feel like we have these outdoor rabbits, rabbits yes. you know and they they are outdoor and, and we, we did this too when we were growing up like all the rabbits were outdoors and they just stayed out there and you'd maybe go see them like you know once a day or whatever like my mom would go out there and like feed them or whatever but if something happens to them and they're not moving and they've got a lot of like sticky diarrhea or something that makes them urine sick, or yeah it's yeah. like a fly buffet and so I feel like we do see the bunnies that come into the ER and they've got maggot butt, like major. And some technicians cannot deal with them at all. Like I, if I have to, I can, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like it. Like I have to be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like I have to like have a moment, but 
Do they swear? <laughs> she just told us to stop. Oh, she said stop? <laughs> yes. I thought you said the F word. No, no, that was a stop. Oh, that was hilarious. Stop, yeah. Oh, well, that's... Pro- the bird <laughs> The bird understands. The bird is like, stop talking stop about Stop talking maggots. about the maggots. <laughs> For Christ's sake. That's hilarious. Jesus. Well, it's, it's kind of true. The maggots are hard. Oh, so... One of our grave technicians, Jen Gala, she doesn't do the maggots. She's amazing. I don't and blame that is her. the one thing. So she has this great noise that she makes where she goes whenever there's a gross that like when she's gonna barf. Like, oh my god, hilarious. I mean, we had like a rabbit come in in this box and the poor little thing was just in a bad, bad way. It was like ten years old or something. And she opens it up. I was across the room and I hear That's the cue. <laughs> Like, uh-oh, That's the cue. Uh oh, uh oh. And she was pregnant at the time, right? So I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. Don't ple- I don't want to clean that up if you give birth in here right now. Oh my God. No stress birth. No stress birth. So that poor bunny. The last one that, uh, well, we actually, okay, so this is a happy ending. Because what me and Jen Hurley did is we made rabbit poo ball tea, is what we say. So this rabbit came in with a, a, a fecal ball that was on its back end that was almost, I mean, like baseball sized. And we don't really know how that started. It probably started like little squishy poo, and then it kept pooing, and then it became like it just became poo mountain. Poo mountain. It was to- it was totally poo mountain. And no so- maggots. No, that surprisingly. was surprisingly. That's the thing. That was what was amazing is that we had to take care of it before that happened, right? So these owners had just probably like there were probably like like busloads of flies followed them to the clinic. <laughs> Yes, coming in (laughs) behind the car as this rabbit pulled in. So what we did is we had to like, oh, and see, this was our burp. So we had to soak, because it was hard, right? So we had to, this bunny was so good. We had to take little bunny, and I had this bowl of warm water, and we had to just dip, dip its butt in the warm water, like, kind of like a tea bag. Tea bagging it. (laughs) Tea tea bagging the rabbit poo ball. In this warm water. And like to Jen Hurley's credit, this was actually like Jen was like, she's like, oh, I think we should just kind of like dip it and we'll like soften it up a little bit. So I'm like former vein of puncture of the week winner, Jen Hurley's suggestion of making the dipping. The dipping of the rabbit. Of the rabbit. You know what, though? Like, I feel like we then we had to. Oh, yeah. Then we had to like break it apart. So we're like breaking off these chunks of that were like. I mean, it was like kind of like, I mean, it's like horse feces. Yeah. It's just hay and weird, but bad, but bad. So not, I mean, horse, okay. You know those people that say like horse poo kind of smells nice, those insane people? Yes. It, this was not that. No. That, it, no. No. That, the similarity ended with the look and that, yeah, that was it. So eventually after like breaking apart this poo ball and we gave him a little bath, it was it was almost a hundred percent okay. Like I feel like his skin was inflamed. Like you know how rabbit skin is so. Oh, I'm sure it tender. was. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, surprisingly, surprisingly okay. You know, like I feel like that rabbit will be okay. Well, as long as he doesn't have any more giant poo balls. Giant poo balls. Yeah, he should <laughs> he should be good to go. <laughs> but I was actually kind of I was actually kind of impressed that he. We were able to do that. And, you know, the doctor, he just, like, sat and, like, you know, ate a, ate a can of Campbell's soup during all that. You know what? Watched <laughs> you teabag a rabbit. Watched us teabag the bunny. <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> oh, my God. So I feel like you've got you, – we've we got to close with one of your one of your maggot stories. Is, is it a Canadian uh, maggot no, story? No, this is a British 
Oh, a British maggot story. Oh, British good. maggot story, this one. Yes. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, old dog brought into the emergency practice uh-huh. that I worked in over there. Um, and we didn't really know what to expect. The owners were coming to put the dog down. They said the dog couldn't walk. Mm. So we had to go and get the dog out of the car when it arrived, uh, put it on a gurney to even bring it into the clinic. It was a husky mix of some sorts, a long-coated breed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they had blankets wrapped around the dog. So we didn't really know what we were dealing with right. until we got him inside. But was obviously ill. He like was obviously, obviously yeah. very ill and he smelled horrific. Oh my God. The smell coming from this poor dog was just horrific. Mm. So we got him inside and we took the blankets off and lo and behold, the whole rump of this dog was missing and oh. there was so many maggots you could actually hear them. Ooh, oh, we didn't, At that oh, we point, didn't my vomit yes. level went, Whoa, and that was it. I was, I was done. Uh, maggots are oh, my way. trigger. I forgot about that, that they, there is a, there is a sound. It's like a... It munching. sounds like they say, um, yeah, like Rice Krispies. Like, yeah, like Rice Krispies popping. That's oh. the best way to Woo. describe it, that really. That is so intense. So that's yeah, what that's so, what that dog. So this dog had been down for weeks, <sighs> we Jesus. came to find out. And oh uh, they had waited this long to bring this poor dog in for euthanasia. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, like, so it was just sitting outside? In the sitting backyard. outside. Sitting outside. Yeah. And I guess he had still been eating. They'd been taking him his food. And even though he couldn't get up Ooh. because he'd been eating, they figured. They figured, oh, that's cool. He was okay. So the day he decided not to eat. Oh my God. <laughs> but the front was end. the is, day they brought him in. Jesus. I mean, eat, eat, eating from both ends is e- kind, is oh. kind of mm. <laughs> a bottom drink. Mm. Wow. So they. So, they, I mean, they brought him in to euthanize him. They did bring I, him yeah, to so. euthanize him, and that's what God, we did. But a little, little late in the game, though. It had been a cool minute it, before. Oh. That dog would probably tell you, hey. Oh. Jesus, oh. that's crazy. Yeah, see, I feel, you know, that's the thing about I feel like most of the time when it gets to that, I mean, that's when you see the maggot stuff, it, it's usually like that. Like, it's, it's usually it's like bad, a, a usually. dying. Yeah, yes. yeah, like high, high time for yeah. them to go. High yeah. time. So once again, you have survived uh, another episode of Cat Disgusted. If you've survived this episode of Cat Disgusted, I feel like kudos to you. because You've done well. <laughs> you've done well. Especially if you were eating a sandwich or something while listening. <laughs> right? That's right. Or like spaghetti sauce or something oh, kind of slurpy. You know cream, cheese, oh, even. cream cheese. Cream cheese. <laughs> Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Oh, my goodness. Rice Krispies. Oh, Rice Krispies. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, we were not able to get uh, Stanley to appear on this episode but perhaps per, per, perhaps we can hide in the bushes of of his house go check him out we'll go check him we'll out we'll go visit <laughs> go vi- that's how the next episode's gonna start we're hiding in the bushes outside of stand oh here he comes <laughs> excuse mr hammer mr hammer is that how you say it uh, so thank you very much for listening as always. Uh, thank you so much, Melanie, for joining me once again thank you. It's with this excitement. Pleasure. It's been good times. It's and uh, thank you to the birds for participating. They actually seem to kind of understand what was happening this time around. They're getting used to this. Which I is, think so, yeah. Which is yeah. a little frightening in itself. Do you, do, you remember, do you remember the phrase that we end with? Do you remember our, remember our little slogan? Or we say, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you the next time. And remember, don't don't come come see us us at work. work.
touch this. Yo, sound the bell. School is in. Stop